Welcome to a talk from St. Saviour's Sunbury. We hope it blesses you. A day does not go by without news reports of grave misuse of human rights in the countries all across the world. We are confronted with deaths in Syria, looting and killing in Iraq, rapes in the Congo, disappearances and beheadings in Mexico, racism and prejudice in Europe, and enslavement of women and the oppression of homosexuals across the world. And the list goes on. There is approximately 2.2 billion Christians in the world, but there is also 215 million Christians now experiencing high, very high or extreme levels of persecution. In the Human Rights Act, the second on list is freedom of discrimination. But why are there so many people that suffer? The, Lord words, the Lord's word says that man is created in the image of God in Genesis, and because of this, humans have dominance over the rest of the creation. Any action that causes harm to a person is an insult to God who created and loves us. The Ten Commandments has a whole no-no list on how we should treat people, and is fully against things like murder, theft, adultery, and bearing a false testimony. These four laws tell us we should house these four laws tell us how we should treat our neighbours. And there are loads more teachings like commands to treat immigrants well and to give to the poor. We've been taught not to discriminate based on race, gender, cultural background or social standing. We are to be kind to all. But that is not how the world works. There are people in the world who are scared to go outside as they might be attacked. There are people who can't walk down the road without someone giving them a dirty look or a horrible comment. There are people who have been taken away from their family and friends and are at risk of being killed or turned into a victim of human trafficking. Now, I would like to move on to a subject I put very close to my heart. I do not receive much discrimination as I have grown up in a good environment where I've been told I can be whatever I want to be. But there is one thing that I know Rebecca and I will be judged upon in life and I am sure lots of you have been judged upon already. Oh, you're just a girl, you can't do anything. You're meant to sit and keep your mouth shut. You can't do it as well as a man. 62 million girls are denied an education all around the world. Women around the age 15 to 44 are more at risk from rape and domestic violence than from cancer, car accidents, war and malaria. God created women as a compliment and a gift to man, and she is to be treasured, protected, and served the way man treats the church. But over time, God's idea for a woman has been shattered, and it's become little more than a sexual object, baby bearer, and a slave to man. Women have been abused, disrespected, and violated throughout history, and this is just not right. On the 9th of October 2012, three girls were shot by the Taliban gunman on a bus. It was an assassination attempt as one of the girls wrote a blog on her life during the Taliban occupation of SWAT. The girl was hit in the head with a bullet and remained unconscious but improved as she was rescued and moved to Queen Elizabeth Hospital in Birmingham. The attempt on her life sparked an international outpour of love and support for her. The Taliban denounced her and revealed plans for a possible second attack. Their statements resulted in further international condemnation. As she recovered, she became an activist for the rights for education and founded a non-profitable organisation. In 2013, her book came out, and a year later, she became the youngest ever Nobel Prize winner. 
Lots of you probably know the story about Malala, the most famous teenager in the world. Hearing her story is inspirational. One of the things that come to mind is the fact that while this is happening, nine-year-old me will probably be sitting in a wonderful home with my lovely family. How fair is it that I get to live in a life when others in the world, like Malala, who ha have to live in a world of prosecution and death? It's hard for me to understand why th people do things like murder, slave trade, or are downright rude to people who look or sound different. But as Matthew 5, verse 44 states, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. As Jesus said as he hung on the cross, Father, forgive them for the they do not know what they do. Or what Stephen cried out while being stoned, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Today, Christians are working to fight for human rights and to promote the life for people all around the world. As they preach the gospel around the world, they encourage people to make a difference, to dig wells, plant crops, and provide education. But even then, the small things like giving to the local food bank or even praying and speaking for people who have no voice. This is how the world should be. As it says in Matthew 25, verse 40, and the king will answer them, Truly, I say to you, as you did it for one of the least of my brothers, you did it for me. By helping others, we are doing as God commands. He wants everyone to thrive and live with him. And by helping us, we can help people live with God and make disciples of the nations. At one of the morning celebrations at New Wine for the youth, an amazing and inspirational woman called Hei Wu came to speak to us for 10 minutes. Hei Wu is a 70-year-old woman from North Korea, which is currently the highest persecuted country in the world. She answered some of the youth's questions, and it was so interesting to hear her speak. So in the afternoon, we decided we wanted to go and hear Hei Wu for more than just 10 minutes, because she was such a brave and inspiring woman. So we went and we heard more of her story, and that is what I'm going to share with you. In 1997, Hei Wu was living in North Korea. There was a terrible famine at that time, which left Hei Wu devastated as her daughter, who was in her mid-twenties, starved to death. In the same year, her husband managed to escape the country and found a relationship with God. Hei Wu said, I was shocked to hear my husband had become a Christian, but instinctively, I knew he had found the truth. Sadly, Hei Wu's husband was found by the secret police and taken back to a North Korean prison camp where six months later he died, leaving Hei Wu alone in a country ranked the most dangerous place for Christians in the world. But Hei Wu managed to escape just as her husband had done. She found safety in China, discovered the love of Jesus and not too long after found out that her own mother who had died earlier that year had been a secret Christian while she was growing up. A few years after Hei Wu left, she was found by secret North Korean police and taken back to a labour camp where she was imprisoned for escaping the country. She said, I was lucky. I was only sentenced to a few years despite the fact that I was Christian. Life in the prison was horrifying. She would be surrounded by dead bodies and would experience mental and physical abuse. But through the torture, Hei Wu started a secret church in the middle of the prison camp. It would take place in the toilets because it smelled and looked so disgusting that even the guards didn't want to go in there. 
Heiwu didn't have a Bible, but she held services and sang songs almost inaudibly, so there wasn't a chance the guards would hear. She obediently, courageously, and selflessly followed Jesus, despite knowing that she'd be tortured and killed if she was found. Heiwu gave the other prisoners a message of hope within a place so terrifying. She said, when I was finally released, I walked out the gate and didn't stop running. Not once did I look back. God had heard Heiwu's prayers. After hearing Heiwu's story, the congregation sang Amazing Grace in whisper like Heiwu did in the prison. She sang the first verse in Korean and there wasn't a dry eye in the arena. The last verse was sung with the band, the lights and the confidence that Heiwu should have always been entitled to. Heiwu's story made me think, and it's something I'm going to share with you. Would you risk what Heiwu did to keep your relationship with God? God shows his compassion for us in Jesus. Jesus showed not only how he loved everyone, but how he challenged those who were unjust, like the tax collector Zacchaeus, who accepted Jesus' invitation to repent, start again, and make amends to those he had wronged. In Isaiah chapter 30, verse 18, it says, Blessed are all who wait for him. And Zacchaeus was blessed by the opportunity and forgiveness that Jesus gave him. As Heiwu waited, suffered, waited some more, God was blessing her. He used her situation to bless others by telling them about Jesus, and so he blessed her in her release. Thousands of people are still imprisoned in North Korea right now for doing exactly what we're doing today. But God is a God of love and justice, and we all have a part to play. In one of the justice sessions towards the end, we were give, each given a piece of paper which, could, which had ideas of what we could do to make a difference. And one that struck out to us straight away was to go 24 hours without electricity, to raise money for the people living in poverty and in the countries where Christians are persecuted for their faith. So, we have decided that's what we're going to do. We're going to be spending a night in the church with no electricity whatsoever which means I may lose my Snapchat streaks. By doing this, we are raising money for Open Doors, a charity that helps Christians who suffer for their faith. We are and we have, we have set up a Just Giving page and a sponsor form at the back where Woody is standing. And if you would like to sponsor us online, you can go to the Just Giving website and search St. Saviour's Youth. At the back of the church, there are also bookmarks, booklets and maps from Open Doors that have, have information about 50 countries that have the highest levels of extreme persecution. These will help us to make a change in these people's lives through prayer, encouragement and support. For more information about St Saviour's, please visit our website at www.stsaviorsunbury.org.uk.